Welcome, welcome, welcome to the arena, the dome, the stadium, to the roar of the crowd and the lighting of the torch. It's Sky Pirate Radio, recorded live from the one place better than Rio de Janeiro, elsewhere. I'm your host, champion of the 100-yard dash from the couch to the fridge, Max Fincher. And ladies and gentlemen, this Saturday we'll see the opening ceremony for the 2016 Summer Olympic Games in Brazil, so in that spirit going around the mics in order of most likely to believe thumb wrestling is an Olympic sport. First up we have (laughs) Sir Kevin Stop, the name's so normal you gotta say it formal. Kevin, how you doing? Um, I'm just doing my stretches for my synchronised deep dives into uh, Wikipedia places. That's not a sport. Kevin, in light of the (laughs) headlines this week on Nintendo's new console in one word, the Nintendo NX will be... Fresh. TM. And next up, and also last, champion weightlifter by way of carrying this cast on his charismatic shoulders and being a general champion in all things, Jace. Yeah, you know, I'm happy to be here from a weightlifter, but but the event I'm really here is for my uh, synchronized Wikipedia dive-in. I'm going to beat the shit out of Kevin Stott. You I'm going to find the, super, the Superman article first. <laughs> it's going to be great time. You guys are on the same team, I assume, because you're from the same country. No, I'm from uh, competition. I'm from in an Orleans. island next to yeah, he, next to yeah, Australia. He, got, he was he was technically born in a different country. <laughs> I'm just I was born in micro, a test tube. Technically born in his own micronation. Yeah, I was genetically engineered for the Olympics. <laughs> when Sonic goes to the Olympic Games, what what team what country is he from? That's a good question. Um, he's a man without a nation. <laughs> they do actually have unaffiliated athletes. Maybe he's one of those. Yeah, yeah. Really? That seems weird. Yeah. Yo, well, it's isn't it for like countries that like they can't they can't support their their members or oh, something like, like in like the that? terminal. Really sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Or they're like in between countries seeking asylum. Yeah, this, like this in the terminal. Got real dark. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Except they'd have to bring... If it was the terminal, they'd have to bring the Olympics to that one airport that he's allowed in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's got to do the sports there. <laughs> what have you guys been up to this week? I've just... I've just been watching uh, The Ant Bully over and over. <laughs> It's uh, my my weekend ritual. I get a glass of wine and I watch the ant bully. A fine, put on some a fine movie that only uh, it, it 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 gets better with age. Yes, like the wine I'm drinking. Um, it you know every time I see the ant bully, I'm like, oh look at him, you know. I think he's voiced by Nicolas Cage. I'm oh wow! Sure. Oh yeah, that's a that's inspired. <laughs> when is Jimmy Neutron two coming out? Um, it already came out. What? Uh, and, uh, no one, we were told not to tell you about it. Was <laughs> Fido in it? Was Fido that, in it? I think he has a, is he he has a like, dog? A, like a robot dog, yeah. Yeah. He's um, it came no, out he, and it just, it echoed into an empty yeah. world. It's like that, it's like that, uh, that movie starring John Malkovich that's not coming out for a hundred years. They just put it in its own echo chamber and it just bounces off the walls, playing forever. <laughs> no one will ever see it. It just amplifies itself every time. Yeah. It becomes more and more a Jimmy Neutron. 
one day it'll explode open and everyone will get to see it for themselves. It'll be a new Big Bang. It'll be the start of a new universe. It'll be like a brain blast, like Jimmy Neutron has. <laughs> I forgot that he did that. Yeah. Hmm. It's when he has to think. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this episode's off to a great start. <laughs> I went it's and watched... It's big hot 20th. Oh, yeah, Suicide Squad. I went and watched Suicide Squad today. It was okay. It wasn't very good, actually. Mm. What was the... Okay, what were your expectations going in? And what did you get? I, Let's talk about What that. I thought was... Uh, this was... They had a movie and then they... I heard that they had to like reshoot a lot of it That's to try and make it more funny because uh, people were upset that uh, Batman vs Superman was so serious. Oh really? So they were like, "Oh jeez, oh jeez, we've got to get <laughs> in there." Um, and so a lot of it, a lot of the ways they tried to lighten the mood seem were like stuff that you can do in post. So they, like, got a bunch of... They licensed a bunch of movies... No, they licensed a bunch of, like, classic rock, like, uh... Ballroom Blitz. Guardians of the Galaxy had, and they started putting yeah. that over it. They... This probably was in from the start, but they... All of the, uh, members of the Suicide Squad, they have, like, a Borderlands boss intro. <laughs> like, they come <laughs> out, and they have, like, this typography, and it, like, lists all this stuff about them, and it's all, like... I mean, it was it was alright. It was just... It seemed like something that could have been added afterwards because they felt like it needed to be sillier. And then there mm, were a bunch of, like... Sure. There were a bunch of jokes and stuff that seemed very clear, like... They they already had a scene, and then they're like, oh, boy, we gotta, we gotta put a joke in here. And so there's, like, a weird... It'll, like, jump out of that scene to, a, like, a character... Hey guys, this is Jace, just editing this podcast, just letting you know that uh, Kevin is about to unveil some big Suicide Squad spoiler point. Um, Maybe just skip a minute ahead if you don't want to hear that, and uh, some mild spoilers for the next five minutes if you want to skip that as well, Uh, but they're not huge and you weren't going to watch it anyway, so, you know, just letting you know. Alright, peace, back to the podcast. And then all of the... the, (laughs) There's this one scene... Where Harley is upset because uh, the Joker's dead, and spoiler, <laughs> look, don't, don't go care. and watch it. Look, I yeah, don't it's give not a gonna. Shit. I'm gonna spoil the shit out of it. It's not important. I'm gonna. I'll have a spoil alert alert before this. Okay. Um. um but yeah. So she thinks okay. that the Joker's dead. So she's upset. She's like, oh, Captain Boomerang's pretty good in it because he's Australian and he's always just making jokes <laughs> and um. Just like drinking beers, they get him like they when they're getting everyone all their gear. Like everyone's getting like all geared up, and uh, Captain Boomerang, you don't see it, but obviously in his gear he just had like a bunch of beer because he's just suddenly drinking a beer. <laughs> That's good. Um, but sh- yeah, she's like, oh, Captain Boomerang's like, you look nice on the outside, hard, but you're ugly on the inside. And then she's like, that's everyone, everyone except for you. Kill a croc, you're ugly on the outside too. And then kill and then everyone goes silent and then it's just a close up on Killer Croc and all of the kind of room noise and stuff that was there is just gone and it's just Killer Croc and it goes Not me, Shorty, I'm beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and it it was 
it was it was pretty bad. With Killer like Croc, a fucking YouTube poop. <laughs> with Killer Croc, it it felt like they were uh, they had this idea. It's like, oh, okay, here's what we'll do. We'll only have him say one thing in the whole movie, so, so that it's really impactful. And then uh, they forgot, and they just made him say like three things. Almost like so a then none of them... moment, but yeah, yeah. So then none of them matter. Well, that's it. Seems like that's what it was trying to be, and it, I yeah. don't know how much they got in. Like half of uh, if they went full blown, it might have been pretty good. But it seems like they kind of half tried to have uh, Captain Boomerang and Killer Croc be uh, the Gritten Rocket for this movie. Which would have worked out if they had thought of it from the beginning, because uh, Captain Boomerang was pretty good, uh, but it wasn't. But that that line mm. that that Killer Croc line could have sold if it was the only thing that he ever said and it had been worked into the scene better. Um, are, are the other three things he say other than um, what does he say? I'm I'm taught actually, Shorty. Does he also say stuff like um, I love me some Skittles and open Gungam style? No, the, things, of his the things that he says are, they're like tough boss, like kills some people or is mean to them or does something, and then he says, cool. I like her, which just came out of mm. nowhere. That Like, that's the very first thing that he says in the whole movie, and there's no reason that you would have given to expect that that is something that he would respect. <laughs> he just kind of says it. And then mm. at the end, where it finally comes time for him to... Uh, do something. <laughs> One of the things, like a lot of the characters in this movie, uh, you could remove them and it wouldn't matter because they, like their powers never get used and they never do anything. Like Captain Boomerang uses boomerangs like three times in the movie, and uh, one of one one time it's for like surveillance, and the other two times, uh, it they just miss. <laughs> Good. Um, just just. It sounds like it's emblematic of what's wrong with DC movies compared to Yeah, Marvel like, what movies. a mess for those guys right now. Yeah, yeah. They it'll, really it'll needed this that. to be good. Yeah, it'll hinge on uh, Wonder Woman. If Wonder Woman does it, then it'll do it. If like, it doesn't, then it's kind of... I think all these movies commercially, though, have done really, really well. They have a big drop-off. Yeah, like, yeah uh, Batman v Superman came out and it did very well on its opening weekend, but it had a, I think a record-breaking drop-off after that. <laughs> oh boy! Oh, uh, the boy. other thing that Killer Croc says is uh, they have to go in this uh, flooded tunnel to armor an explosive, and they have all these like Navy SEAL dudes who are going to go do it, and uh, Killer Croc walks up to them and he goes. You guys, I'm gonna do it. And he's like, um, no, we're gonna do it. And the killer croc goes, uh, I, I live down there underground. You lot are just tourists. And then he scampers down into uh, the subway. What a bad. Are you sure boy. you didn't watch the Ninja Turtles movie by accident? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I might have. It'll have to. Wonder Woman will have to work for them. They're gonna have to put out Justice League anyway. Uh, but if those two don't work, then they're just going to have to wrap up the whole shop and try try again. They, yeah, they're just going to reboot once again, but now with movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, how was Jared Leto? Oh, he was terrible. Really? Really? Yeah, he was uh, really, it's... really awful. He was, uh, he was what you kind of, you know, he was everything you kind of were worried that he would be. He was really serious. I thought the Joker was supposed to like like be happy and like laugh about things. 
it was kind of like, it was like half, it was like 25% Heath Ledger's Joker, and like 75% uh, Captain Jack Sparrow, weirdly. <laughs> it was really silly. I'm, uh... Because my favorite shit was, like, from last year, and everyone, like, making news stories about, dude, Jared Leto's getting so into his role, he's crazy. <laughs> he's so crazy. <laughs> I love that shit. Because uh, it was trying to, it's, it, it feels like they're trying to boost off the success of Heath Ledger being a crazy dude and, and dying from it. It's like, yeah, let's make this dude the next Heath Ledger. He's great. He's great. Let's do it. <laughs> But obviously, um, it didn't work. So. The one super sick thing that happens is uh, at the end of the movie, they're fighting some dude who's like a god for some reason. It's it's stupid, but uh, the dude who has like the fire powers at the end of the movie, at the last second and completely unexplained, he turns into like a ten foot tall flaming Aztec skeleton man with like a giant oh, yeah. headdress. And it's oh. sick. And they just have a punch-up. So, uh... That's cool. Yeah, if you, when, when the DVD comes out, you can watch that bit at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah, it was tough. They had, they had so many... They had so many characters introduced, they spent the first, uh... Mm. Like, 45 minutes doing it. They're still introducing characters, like, well into the second act. So, yeah, they just didn't do it. The, the lineup to me seems like the Suicide Squad is should just be like a like a jackass movie <laughs> where it's just all these all these dumb costume characters just, just falling off skateboards and rollerblades <laughs> and punk rock music from the early nineties playing. That'd be pretty sick. It's like distant footage cast over a street and it's kind of a bit grainy. And it's like Harley Quinn comes out and just smashes the shit out of someone with a giant hammer. And then you're supposed to laugh. <laughs> yeah. And there's bloopers of Will Smith and his big, bulky get-up. And he's just like, man, I'm not riding that skateboard. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> there's bloopers of him refusing to ride a skateboard. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not going to ride it. Come on, man. We hired you for the movie. You have to ride. I'm not going to ride the skateboard, all right? Yeah, they gave Will Smith like how. a lot of like Fresh Prince jokes to do. Oh, cool. <laughs> yep. Uh. Um, yeah, so if you, if you really want to see, yeah, if you really want to see <laughs> just those characters be on the, a movie screen, then you can watch it, otherwise don't watch it. Great. What have you been up to, Max? Oh, it's actually funny, because you mentioned this, but I watched, um, I watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles this week. Oh. I watched the new, new, not the n- most recent one, but the first one of the new Michael Bay produced ones. Oh yeah, you got, you got to get the lore before you watch the new recent one. Absolutely. <laughs> I got to work out, you know, which one Johnny Knoxville is voicing, which is funny because we're just Johnny Knoxville at... voiced one of the turtles? Yeah, he voices Donatello. It's all coming full circle today in uh, <laughs> today's episode of Sky Pirate Radio. Which is weird, because they say, like, oh, yeah, we're teenagers, but they sound like old men that smoke, like, so much. Yeah. And yeah. It, was, it was pretty bad. They're Ninja Turtles. Who, yeah. who knows what kind of... I un- we understand what they're teens, but may- maybe being a mutant Ninja Turtle has had an effect on them. 
Mm. Well, being they're, it's like they're t- they're teens and human years and turtle years. They're like seventy. Yeah, it doesn't really make any sense for them to be teenagers, does it? Because they're turtles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Teenage, adolescent mutant ninja turtles. I mean, I think we're dissecting this a little <laughs> bit too much. They're also ninjas and shit. <laughs> well, it had some pretty cool fight scenes because the obviously most of the main characters were CGI. They didn't do what a lot of Western action scenes do which is where they cut when you someone punches someone else or strikes them instead they'll just do a continuous shot and they did a lot of cool like sort of rotating shots but a lot of the sort of stuff when they weren't fighting was really uncomfortable especially how they treated megan fox was just a bit like oh this is creepy and 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 um Mm. just like weird changes to the law that were just kind of strange and very very sort of michael bay in that it was sort of how can we make this really ridiculous thing kind of serious when it probably doesn't need to be like how can we legitimize yeah. robots that turn into cars and you know make us feel like that's a sort of some sort of mature film that we could be watching. <laughs> this is important. Yeah. This idea has to be. This idea has to be explored and discussed. I'm not saying it's Citizen Kane. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I feel like the only way I can get behind a Transformers movie is when it's the real, the real, just mwah, dumb shit. Yeah. Like putting putting flames on Optimus Prime is cool, even though all the nerds got annoyed about it. Making him say shit like "Let's roll" was pretty awesome. Ah, oh, look, I uh, wish I think that that TMNT film would have been much better if they just embraced the stupid parts of the law, because a lot of that is like yeah. pretty silly. And like the whole the characters were started basically on a joke. Um, <laughs> clearly, clearly, you look at it and it's clear that that's how they started. <laughs> I mean, honestly, no, dude, man, it's serious. There's that. Yeah, there's, the comics is from the start. So serious. The, the the cartoon that's on Nickelodeon now, which is probably a much better sort of interpretation of the the property than the movies. I think that that show is mm. pretty good. Anyway, I heard um, the second I heard the second Tim and T movie I heard was was fine. The recent one. Yeah, I heard it got better. Um. Yeah. There you go, movies. I haven't seen any movies. I was actually, for my film class, I watched Citizen Kane yesterday. (laughs) How was it? Because we're still... It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of... I thought, you know, they'd put flames on Citizen Kane or something. Exactly. And he puts on his sunglasses and he says, let's roll. And he gets on that (laughs) sled. That's the end of the movie. Haven't you ever seen it? Then Highway to Hell plays and the credits are rolling down. He's driving off in his Ferrari. That he had when he was a kid. Yeah. Yeah, that's Rosebud. It's the name of his sick Ferrari. Um, <laughs> yeah, Citizen Kane reboot by Michael Bay. I'd bet. Citizen, no, it's not Citizen Kane reboot. Citizen Kane 2. <laughs> they fight like a giant snow globe monster. Yeah, they fight a Galactus. <laughs> yeah, they fight Galactus. He's a big cloud. Man, we should probably talk about video games at some point, huh? Yeah, alright. Fine. Yeah, the host, Max, who who do you want to choose first? Who's up? Start us off, Jace. Oh, this is the first time I've... St- oh, I've maybe started once or twice, but, um... Yeah, I played uh, Headlander, Ooh. which came out a few weeks ago. It's Double Fine's new game. 
Um, it is sort of a, a, a Metroid-like game where you're, it's a 70s space uh, sort of Logan's Run deal and you can shoot your head off bodies and pull heads off robots and pop your head on them and put your heads on different dudes and run around. Uh, I don't know. You're like one of those heads from Futurama. Yeah, you're like a Futurama head. And uh, you. It's, it's not that funny. <laughs> but it tries to be. Like, it's weird for Double Fine, because I think they're usually pretty funny. But um, and, and they partnered with Adult Swim for this release. So I was like, oh, mm. maybe, you know, it'll be a good, a good laughable time. But just like, oh, we put, we made this spaceship in, in the shape of a cock and balls. Good. Uh, That's We're not going to discuss that. Just like that. Austin just gonna... Powers. Yeah, and I there's a robot here that looks like a dick. <laughs> It's a life riot. Um, yeah, well, it depends who it depends who they had writing it. Uh, I can't. I think it was the the dude who directed it worked on stacking, which isn't bad. I thought that was an alright mm. game. Um, but yeah, like it sort of feels like I don't know. I, I I kind of like the double fine at the moment works on a lot of like sort of experimental, weird little tiny games, and uh, this is sort of no exception. It's it's fairly short. It's fairly easy. And there's a lot of ideas going around in it, going on in it, but uh, it none of them culminate or ever work together. It feels like they're playing, like, video game Twister. They just spin the fucking thing and they go, all right, <laughs> this game's going to have a head. And uh, you got lasers that bounce around and you, they bounce and you can do puzzles with them. And uh, it's in the 70s of space. That, yeah, we made a video game. Isn't that how video games are made? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's all you do. Oh. <laughs> Like, none of those things work together, like, oh, uh, you know, if there was some sort of mechanic where, like, oh, I shoot a laser and I put my head onto those guys, it's just, like, one or the other. So I never did much of the shooting in the game, because it was kind of rubbish. So I just, like, pop my head off and pop my head on different dudes, and that's just how I dealt with every situation. <laughs> and throughout the game, it just, it never expanded on anything, it's just like, oh, there, there it's it's over now, there, <laughs> and... I was pretty bummed out. Like I enjoyed my whole time of it, so there's that. But uh, I just didn't. It just didn't do it. To yeah, it too seemed like much. A, it seemed like a weird one. I didn't really hear anything about it. I liked all of the aesthetic and all of the art from what I saw, but I did, didn't really want to play that mm. as a Metroidvania. I'd rather play it as a yeah. you know, like a Psychonauts kind of thing where you can run around. I was going to say, Double Fine put out a lot of stuff nowadays, don't they? Cause I... Yeah, and they all kind of just slip by, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, like they, um... they started putting out a lot, and then it started putting out a little less, and then it, and it was very quiet when it all came out. Hmm. Hmm. Like, I feel like Massive Chalice slipped by the wayside, so did uh, that space-based DF9 one and Costume Quest and Hack and Slash and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but Headlander, it's, it's okay. <laughs> that, that's my official tagline for that, you know. Sounds like a 10 out of 10. Yep, a 10 out of 10, it's a perfect game. I love it. <laughs> see it you'll see it on the game of the year. No, you won't. 10 out of 10, um, okay. And, and uh, <laughs> the second game I played is a real, a real slobber knocker. Um, it's a Gal Gun double piece. Oh, good. And, um, that sounds like I something got... you'd pa- play. <laughs> don't, don't stereotype me. Let him, let him go. Let him run wild. So I sent, 
Um, yeah, I'm going to run wild, all right. Uh, I won't rant too much just because I don't want to take up too much time talking about talking about Girl Gun. But I got the special edition, and it's a nice, you know, it's a big fucking box. It's it, it's like a, it's the size, of, I'm looking at it now, it's the size of a canvas. And uh, it's got like a soundtrack in it. The soundtrack of the game is really good. It's got uh, a wall scroll. It's got uh, a, an art book, and it's got like a, a, a pair of panties that um, looks like it fits on like a, an 11-year-old. Oh, no. So, Wait, what? I don't want this. Like, no, like, okay, so, Galgun is this game where you play a kid who gets shot by Cupid arrows, but he shot uh, Cupid, who is a sexy lady, shot you too many times, and now all the girls in school are in love with you. And the game is being marketed in the West, and probably in Japan as well, as being like, ooh, this is a se- this is a, hey, hey, kids, come down the alley, come down, this is a sexy game, alright? Come over here, watch these sexy treats uh, unveil in front of you. And it's not, it's the most tame shit. <laughs> it's, yeah, you, you shoot the girls and they like, it says like in the trailer, it says, you make girls orgasm, but they just kind of <laughs> swoon. They're just like, oh, like they're in love or something. And it's, and it's just like a cute, like. What, like, what are you even shooting them with? You're shooting them with a piercing gaze. And, and they just go, oh, he's really? so attractive. And it, yeah. Oh, I thought you had some sort of like special gun. I would love if if like if, if you had like a love gun, and then you find out in the at the end of the game you wake up and you just shot up at school or something. Oh but, shit! Um... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like it's it's so it's pretty cutesy. It's got some gross anime stuff, but not like it's on the same par as any anime stuff. Really, it's they're just trying to get away with being like, oh, look at this sexy game, because they know it's going to sell more copies. And so they included a pair of panties with it. And I don't want it, like, I, and I can't send it to anyone, because I'm going to get investigated by the cops. <laughs> they, know a, they know an 11-year-old girl doesn't live here. <laughs> or maybe they do. They keep th- I keep ordering anime stuff, so... But um, the game is, is, is fine. You, you, you shoot them. Uh, so the thing about it is it's made by Inti Creates, who are actually a fairly, uh, talented game studio. They worked on, um, on a bunch of the Mega Man Zero games. Uh, they did, like, uh, Mega Man 9 and 10. Oh, cool. And they did, uh, like, they're doing Bloodstained. But I feel like, uh, they're making shitty shit like this because the, the mainstream, uh, game development scene in Japan right now is just like, all right, uh, everything you make has got to be either like a safe bet or it's got to be really quick and easy to make so we can get it out very quickly and it'll sell. And I feel like that's just pretty much what, what's happened to these guys. Um, like there's interesting parts of the games. Like, so the game has all the girls you shoot in it are actual students in the academy and they all have like a, a bio with a short description about them. And they all have different endings. There's like over thirty of them, and um, and uh, it's got some fun stuff like uh, uh it's got a. What do you mean different endings? Mode. What? What do you mean different endings? What does that mean? They've got a different ending, but so you choose. Okay, so Cupid says, "Oh no, all the girls are in love with you. You got to choose one love of your life, Buster." So you're going through the school choosing the love of your life. There's a few main route girls, so like, you know, girls where you have like a bunch of cutscenes, but you can also just date and have different endings for any of the girls that you shoot in the game. So any of the enemies have endings for all of them. 
Okay. Specifically written for all of them, which is kind of fucking ambitious. That's, yeah, it's insane. Um, but they're just probably short little ones. Um, but there's this fun thing that is that is cute. That is, uh, if your mum comes in or something or watches you playing a shitty game and she's like, aha, you're playing a shitty game, you can click in both the sticks and it changes the screen into like a, into like a, 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 a dragon quest kind of 8-bit RPG. <laughs> so, so like, it's like, oh, I wasn't, I wasn't playing a titty game, mum. You know, that kind of... <laughs> can, you, can you like move around and do stuff or is this an image? No, it's just an image, but it's moving and it's got music and stuff like that. And the text <laughs> so changes funny. in the bottom. It's a yeah, complete so, like, 300 they... hour game. <laughs> that would be sick. <laughs> but like, that's the thing about this is it feels like they put in effort. And that what hurt, what hurts me the most about it is like, they're trying. <laughs> they're trying. They actually put effort into this sh- game they probably know is just this sh- shitty shit that is just plastered on the walls in Japan. And um, it, it runs me out, but at least they're working on Bloodstained, so that seems interesting. Hmm. And that's uh, my ga- that's the last time I'll ever talk about Galgun. Galgun double piece. Our treat. Sorry to sorry to start the show with a showstopper, everyone. <laughs> I'm really. Where do we I'm go really... from here? Yeah. Kevin. I'm playing Fury, so it's a game, and it's a hard game by some French students, I think. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It looks maybe it's know. very it's a it's nicely done, but it it still looks like a it looks like kind of a student thing. Um, but it's super hard. It's top down. You run around. You got a gun and a sword and a little dodge zip to zip out of things, and it's pretty good. You fight dudes. Yeah, I feel like. Sorry, I feel like the little bit I played of it, it felt really, uh, really tight. It sort of had a bullet hell presentation, but you get up close sometimes. Yeah, so um, yeah, it has those bullet hell parts, and then when you've like got enough health down, you go in, and then it just kind of puts a circle around you, and then you have to like be close and to do a duel kind of thing. Um, and that part's good. It's like uh, in there, it gets kind of punch outy because it's all about how uh, you got to read their attacks, know when to dodge, know when to counter, and stuff. Mm. The enemies. Yeah, and it's got. It's kind of. It's kind of got like a, a, a. Ooh, philosophy. Ooh, how mysterious. Kind of late nineties anime thing going on, which I. I kind of dig. I think it's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, the, yeah, it's all. It's all like super abstract. You're like supposed to be fighting your way out of this prison, and there's all. It's just everything's crazy. <laughs> um, the enemies have got. How these... does it compare to the uh, game Robots on the PS2? Based on the movie. I've never played Robots for the PS2. <laughs> missing out. You're missing out. <laughs> yeah, dude. I've I played done it. myself a disservice. You have. Yeah. I've, I've played it once at um, uh, some girl's birthday party. And uh, after that, <laughs> we watched VeggieTales. <laughs> that Good. was the birthday party. What a treat. Yeah, man. Um, so the boss has like... They've got, like, ten stages or whatever, and you've got, like, three lives, I guess, but they're kind of like Metroid energy tanks or something. So, like, it takes you... You have to, like, die three times for the fight to be over, but then if you beat one of their stages, you get a life back. And so... It's kind of an ebb and flow, but then also it just ends up, like... You can get to the last stage with all three of your 
lives and it's like, okay, well, it's like I didn't even... <laughs> I'm, like, exactly where I started, but I'm at the last stage. Why can't I just skip to here? Because eventually, like, when you get to the last stage, there's a lot of, oh, here's a lot of giant attacks that are going to kill you in one hit. Mm. And if it happens, then you got to start the whole thing all over again. It's going to take, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, um, that stinks. I think I think the purpose of that was just to make you go, like, oh... I'm I'm getting a lot better at getting through these sections, but it got from the little I played of it, it got pretty frustrating to have to keep just starting again, you know. Yeah, I liked the uh, I beat the first one. I got up to the second boss, and it was very uh, so. There's like a tutorial one at the start, and then there's a first real one, and then the second real one is this like time guy who it's kind of like inferred that he's you from the future for some reason. Um, and that one had a lot more like bullet hell stuff in it where it like it didn't feel like the first stage is you just have to keep shooting his shields but your shots ricochet off and then they can hit you and so then the room just ends up filled with bullets and you gotta try and dodge them all and I just wasn't into it so I stopped playing it and I probably won't play the rest of it (laughs) but the first one was good I mean if you if you're into the bullet hell part of it then probably the second boss will be fine Mm. Uh, these aren't these are these are not students, Kevin. They made Squid's Odyssey, okay? Okay. On the they're serious on the three DS. Oh. They're real dudes. Yes, Pro- possibly. I don't know. I've never played Squid's Odyssey. It's just not enough squid-based games. <laughs> mm. It's the tragedy of the Max. current generation. Hey guys, uh, Kevin, is is that all you've been playing? Have you been playing much else? That's all I got. Mm. Max, it's time to turn the mic back on to you, my friend. Well, um, I was... You know what? I've just been playing Overwatch. But, starting tomorrow, um, Gen Con 2016 starts, which is either the biggest or the second biggest board game convention in the world. So I thought what Mm -hmm. might be cool is if I tell you guys about three games that are going to that are going to be at the show that might be of interest to our video gaming audience. Mm. Because that I don't want to talk might about your interest a bit. Talk about Overwatch again. Yeah. So, I'll just start us off little 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 slice of I don't know. Food. <laughs> um number 3, Doom. Doom from 2016. This year's Doom is already getting a, a getting a board game adaption. Um, what, what what is what is that? What even is that? <laughs> what's Doom? The board no, game. No, what what's the board game like? What? Well, it's from Fantasy Flight Games, and anyone who's played Descent Second Edition or Imperial Assault, the Star Wars version, should pretty much recognize what it is straight away because it's essentially that. So it's basically an asymmetrical battle between, you know, you've got one player who plays the, I think they're calling it the invader, and they control all the demons, like spawning baddies and like playing bad news event cards. And then the rest of the players control a team of marines fighting their way through, like, the, you know, the demonic hordes and playing, I think, what looks to be a sort of, like, deck-building minigame along the way using equipment and abilities and stuff. So they're building up their, you know, I've got like a shotgun and like stuff now. 
And then, um, so, and then for those at home, what it actually looks like, it's basically these sort of beautifully illustrated thick cardboard tiles that are like made up to look like blood splattered corridors and sci-fi sort of rooms and stuff that you'll fit out for different missions. And then it's got some really sweet looking like miniatures of all the demons and marines from the game to like top it off. Looks pretty good, and I mean, it might just be very similar to other games Fantasy Flight has made, but they always make a pretty polished thing, and and they do service their licenses really, really well. And mm. and, and it's a funny bit of funny bit of trivia. I said this was based on Descent Second Edition, which is obviously based on Descent First Edition, which was actually based on Doom the board game from back in the mid-noughties, which was based on Doom 4 when that came out. I remember working in a board game store a couple of years ago, and we we still had a copy of Doom the board game. It's weird. I had no idea about any of these uh, Doom board games. That seems like such a weird property to... to, uh, port to board game play. it really does doesn't it I, I don't i mean it looks it looks fine i probably won't get it sure but you know i had to come <laughs> up with three three video game related board games so number two yeah, well hit us with number two yeah uh pity joey's not here because dark souls the board game is gonna be at um gen con so this basically was kickstarted earlier this year. They raised like three point seven million pounds. Holy shit! That is a lot of money, and I think it's indicative of the fact that it hits Dark Souls fans who are notoriously kind of dedicated, and also board game fans who just seem to a lot of them seem to lurk on Kickstarter. Um, and I I backed it. So I know that Steamforged, the people that made it, have gone quiet recently, but I think they're just, you know, badgering away making the actual game, and they're still got a pretty, pretty optimistic delivery goal of April next year. It looks basically, um, well, what's exciting about it is it looks like it actually captures a lot of the mechanics from the video game and from the video game's real-time combat system where every sort of boss that you fight against has a deck of, uh, like, move sets that they'll flip up, and you sort of memorize those move sets, and once you go through the short deck, you'll put it back down without shuffling it. So you, if you can remember what moves they do in what order and which areas of the board that's going to affect, you can counter that. And then you've got all the Dark Souls things like uh, classes and, uh, you know, unique items and, you know, souls, I assume. <laughs> yeah, so the, it's not releasing at Gen Con, but they're going to be running demos and we'll probably get some impressions and stuff um, coming mm, out of that. Yeah, get some hot exclusives some hot for takes. us. Yes. Yeah, and last last one is... Uh, a game that I know Kevin Kevin's played, and Kevin either owned or owns. Uh, Mansions of Madness is getting a second edition. Um, Mansions of Madness. Wait is a, a second, that's not a video game. Hang on, hang on. Mansions of Madness uh. is not video game related. 
but it's based on the sort of Cthulhu mythos. It's basically a dungeon crawler, but it has the gimmick is it's a lot more story focused. And in the first edition, no, that story sort I of. I think you're trying to fool our audience, Max. <laughs> Hang on. I think you're pulling out. I think you're stretching a bit. In, in the original edition, that, that whole story sort of rested on the Keeper player setting up the mansion according to the instructions of uh, one of the game's sort of story setups from a booklet. Um, and they'd have to put down little, like, stacks of cards. I don't know. I never did it. Kevin did it. It looked really painful. Um, yeah, it's pretty rough. You know, you put... And it took so long sometimes. And if you screwed it up, yeah. that was, like, it was screwed up. And, yeah, it's just yeah. broken. <laughs> the and, game and wouldn't appar- work properly. Yeah, that and apparently stinks. a lot of the later missions became really janky and kind of broken. But it was interesting. It was interesting. And it was yeah, kind they were of... trying new stuff. I'd almost say it's a modern classic in that everyone who plays it remembers it, even if it wasn't the best. Um, but what they do with this second edition is they get rid of the Keeper player. And instead, they get an app to run it all for you. So all the story events, all the flavor text and stuff appears on the app. The app starts off... You can download it now, and it's free. It's pretty interesting to have a look. The app starts off by reading what would be the flavor text in the booklet, but with professional actors and sound effects and stuff. And then instead of going through this exhaustive setup of, you know, this tile's got to go here, these cards have got to be stacked here, instead it'll tell you, you know, you enter the, the mansion lobby looking around for the butler that called you here, but you can't see him. And then it'll say, put down the, the um, mansion lobby tile and put your, like, counters on the door slot. And then it'll say, there's a pile of, like, crumpled papers over in the centre of the centre table put down a clue token here and so it'll give you these little snippets of um sort of story but it'll be getting you to set up the game at the same time um and and that's why i brought it up because it's got this sort of app integration that it kind of runs on that it's kind of you'd almost it's not a video game but it's kind of getting there like it apparently i'll allow it just this once (laughs) Yeah, they've been working on stuff like that for a while. They had with the XCOM board game that came out. The XCOM one, yeah. They had an app where uh, you put in all your moves and then the the app would handle how the aliens behaved. Um, Yeah. They're doing a thing with, uh, I think with Descent 2nd Edition, they're putting out an app that can run the uh, Overlord player as well. Yeah. Um, And obviously, like, there is... Like, this is... uh, Fantasy Flight isn't the only one sort of, you know, trying this. There A couple of years ago, there was a game called Exelis, which was a sort of more of a miniatures game, which the problem ended up becoming that you didn't really need the miniatures to play the game, and that folded after a couple of years. I think that, that company went bankrupt. And then when I was in Gen Con in 2014... Um, Hairbrain yeah. Schemes, who developed the Shadowrun games and the upcoming Battletech video game. Um, so the actual Shadowrun video games, I should say. They just brought out um, a game called Golem Arcana, which was a sort of miniatures game where you'd put down the miniatures and then it had a Bluetooth-connected sort of stylus that you'd click on bases to get their stats on the iPad, and then you'd click on another, like a baddie, to get 
to attack them or something. I don't know. But that that game actually shut down um, earlier this year, so apparently that wasn't very profitable either. So I mean, it's a it's probably a pretty tricky thing to do. You got to get that balance of, you know having you know a focus on the people around you on the table and the actual sort of components that you spent probably a lot of money on buying and having an actual purpose to the app as well you need to bring back the eye of judgment for ps3 oh that's a video game right there <laughs> or Dragon everyone Strike. loved eye of judgment um i've been playing a board game yeah you guys want to hear? It's like a video game. It's called uh, Guess Who. Ooh. And, um, you know, it was a real hard match. But <laughs> I cracked the case. And uh, uh, it was Bill. It was Bill so, this whole time. I'm excited. Yeah, it was, I'll, show you, I'll show you which one's Bill. I'll send it in the podcast there. Uh, you'll, you know who Bill is. He's a cheeky boy. Um, I'm excited for when they do the inevitable uh, Guess Who movie. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be good. They're all... Uh, they're all just uh, they're all just character actors. Well, they, well I want it. Uh, yeah, I want it to be. They have this like they have this database of all these guys who get like let out of prison, and then they're being like left enigmatic clues over the phone. He has glasses. Oh, yeah. and then they have to cross everyone <laughs> out. They're in like a mission control <laughs> room, state of the art stuff, trying to figure out who it is. Just rip. They've got like a giant board, and they're just ripping the papers off of the people they know it isn't. Yeah, and it's <laughs> and it stars it stars Matthew McConaughey just acting his heart out. Yeah, <laughs> doing, his, doing his best. I'm looking at this picture of Bill, and I don't even know if I want to know what he did. Oh, <laughs> um, he's terrifying. Yeah, even if he's unrelated to the case at hand, he's related to something. I know that. Oh yeah, yeah um, we'll put. We'll put him in the thumbnail. What the fuck happened to Robert, man? Down the bottom there? He is not feeling it today. Oh, he's sad. He's really... he something... He's sad because he hasn't got Richard's beard. <laughs> yeah, he's looking at Richard and he's like, Oh, God, why do I have to also be sitting next to fucking Sam? Look at him. Alright, Sam. Should we do some... <laughs> um, the thing we do now. Which is uh, let's all I'm say it together. I don't, I don't. Uh, uh, game <laughs> of the <laughs> week. Good. Guys, I don't think this town is red enough. Let's paint it red. Chase <laughs> <laughs> That was an on purpose cough. <laughs> yes, um, today's game of the week was uh, paint the town red. A bar my game simulator. is the. It's a bar fight simulator. They stole the art style from Blendo Games. From Blendo. I thought it was a Blendo game at first. No, they wouldn't make something tricked. nearly this poor. They wouldn't um, make something this combat focused, I feel like. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I didn't hate this game at all. It's, it's So like Kevin said, it's a bar fight simulator, sort of. You go into all these different scenarios of, um, you know, punching dudes. You can pick up a lot of uh, different weapons in the environment and use them to hit guys. There's a lot of exaggerated voxely looking gore oh it's it's some really horrendous gore <laughs> yeah like it is. really gross so yeah, yeah everyone's there's... heads are like there's giant cubes and then you're like knocking parts out of it 
You can just Too keep punching through the skin and see, like, the brains inside. Oh. oh. Yeah, it's, it's pretty nasty. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I, per- I like... I like when a first-person game tries to do the the close combat kind of thing. So I thought this game would be... It got a lot of good reviews and seemed pretty interesting. And it is interesting, mm. for sure. It's in early access, and you can tell it's pretty limited, uh, mm. feature-wise. Um, it's got an arena mode that was added recently that's a bit shit. You're just in an arena, and you pick up weapons and hit people. Uh, what I think is interesting about that game is not that. It's just they're like, oh, I'm in a bar... And I'm going to start shit by throwing a fucking <laughs> bottle at the drummer. And then it's on. <laughs> Just everyone is fighting. I feel yeah, like... Um, and, uh, as soon as you take that one hit, everyone yeah. just immediately pairs off into a punch-up. Just It's yeah. a really tense room. It's like a, it's like a, like a family reunion or something where everyone's just <laughs> waiting for an excuse. Yeah. Well, I, I saw like... myself in there for, like, I, the first time I played, the first thing I did was, like, grab the microphone and throw it at the band, and then when you do that, the music stops. But then if you start, yeah. if you start a fight and you don't go for them, the band just keeps they playing. They keep going. <laughs> yeah. They're real troopers. Until the very work, end. Work and then they're just like, yeah, once you kill everyone and only the band is left, they're just like, alright, enough of this shit, and then they start to attack you. Um... <laughs> I, sick I, of your bullshit. I, th- I think at, at its best, what this game should feel like is when you're playing, you know, m- maybe you're like a bit younger, like you're 16 or something, and you're playing GTA, and it's just the best thing to just be like, I'm just going to, you know, cause mayhem. Um, and, and, you know, and, and a lot of that is facilitated by the, just the massive amount of possibilities in GTA when you're combining, you know, vehicles and weapons and just sort of, you know, the opportunity for ambushes, for small-scale things, for blowing shit up. Whereas I think a lot of the problem with this is just that it ends up being backing away from people while you might throw a punch or throw some things at them. And that's yeah. generally the extent of things you can do. They've got a bunch of different weapons. I got excited when I went in the prison and there was a shiv. Um, and it <laughs> didn't seem to really yeah. do anything different. Like, you'd want maybe you go up behind someone, you stab them, and they die instantly or something. But it didn't... There was nothing really insanely cool, like, oh, there's axes or, like, there's a chainsaw here. It was all pretty... I mean, maybe that stuff is coming. But uh, it all seems yeah. Like a, a lot of the weapons, when when you hit some dudes, like I got a nunchuck once, and that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. But it just kind of feels like you're just flopping it against them, like it's a sausage. And it's uh, yeah. Like I think I think where that game is at its best is when I'm not trying to back into a corner like actively, and I'm just in the thick of it, just grabbing whatever's close, just <laughs> yeah. fucking breaking a bottle against the bar and fucking hitting a person in the eyes. Fun. Um, uh, and I I don't think it has a lot of uh, longevity. I feel like once you've seen the like silly kills that you can do, that's kind of it for it. I've heard people comparing it to Hotline Miami, but I, I feel like Hotline Miami is a lot more puzzle. It's almost like a puzzle kind of focus. Yeah. It's like, okay, how am I going to get through this room? I got to hit this guy first, and throw this thing, and then get the gun here. When this game is just like, ah, oh, just fucking get whatever you can and hit dudes yeah. with them. Just grind it out until um, everyone's dead, and it'll never really get that hard. Maybe yeah, it's, a, it's a weird thing because, like, in like Indiana Jones will, like, start a bar fight, but it'll be, like, as a distraction or something, 
it's usually you don't see someone and their goal in a bar fight is to kill everyone in the bar. <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. Just it's just like straight up murder every single last person. Getting a katana for the first time and just being like, I wonder if this will cut him. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I cut off the, his damn jaw. <laughs> now that's not working anymore. I like, that's a, fun. I got it's a sword a in the pirate one and I hit a dude and then both his arms came off. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> Did you hit a guy with a taser until his head popped off? That's pretty no, fun. No, I didn't do that one. That's good. So yeah, uh, paint the town red. You certainly paint it red. Yes, it gets but, it gets extremely red. But at what cost? Exactly. You know, human life. It's precious. Uh, Max, what would you rate paint the town red? Um. Uh... I don't know. I feel almost a bit bad rating it because it's early access. I feel like it shows promise. It's it's laid the groundwork for something kind of interesting. So I'll give it. I'll give it. Keep an eye on this. I'll mm. give it. I give it a fight out of a club. <laughs> Ooh, you, you're not meant to talk about that. Don't oh, you remember sure, the early two thousands? You're going to get beaten up by a meatloaf. Um, <laughs> I rate it. Uh, robots on the PS2. <laughs> Good. Um, wonder if wonder if Robin Williams reprised his role as that red robot. Did he? What? Was he in that? Yeah, he was the red one. He was the wacky red robot. Oh, from Robots. I'm pretty okay. sure. Anyway, it's my pick for the next game, and the next one <laughs> is. <laughs> The Endless Express, which is a... The Polar Express! <laughs> no, the Endless Express, which oh, is free. Fuck. You can get it on Itch.io. It looks like a fun game where you're on a train. Um, It looked nice, so I'm going to play that. I love trains. Oh, no, I accidentally did a babe. I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry, buddy. You know, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, this looks super good, visually. Yeah. Cool. I'm excited to play that. Everyone, you can play that. I'll put it in the description of the podcast. Max, it's Max. You got it. You got you're the host. You got to keep. Ah, oh, sorry. You got to keep it going. I was looking at the just neck beard things Reddit. Oh, it's a, it's a real, it's a real treat. It's real piping hot. Having it. That sounds good. I think I'm gonna have a look at that one later. Oh yeah. Uh, now we're gonna go to name the game. Name. Uh, that game, name, name, the game. Good. Uh, oh, yeah, it's me. Sorry, I, 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 lo- I lost my cue that time. That's my fault. Um, so I thought of free games. And, and because we're short stuff this week, Joey is not here. We're going to just, let's just have some fun. Let's cooperate with each other, kind of bounce ideas off each other here. If, 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 I, if inspiration strikes, I might make one as well. Whatever, man. Awesome. Uh, so today, we got uh, Love of Riddles. <laughs> we have... Okay. P- pumped Assassins. And we have... Bouncy Gangsters. <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I'll put them in the chat here. If uh, And uh, you have to... The game we're going to play is you've got to guess... My favourite 
I'm looking around the room. Candle type. What's my favorite? Is is sandalwood a type of candle? What is sandalwood? Yeah, dude. Yeah, that one. Sandalwood. All right, Kevin. Wait, sorry? What am I doing? (laughs) Well, you weren't listening, so Max gets it. Sorry, sorry, mate. You weren't. If you don't pay attention, you don't get the bills paid. All right, let me tell you about um. Uh. Hmm. <laughs> love of riddles. Mm-hmm. Who's got a love of riddles? Is a procedurally generated homage to '90s shooters, where everything you shoot. Every time you shoot something, it says a word that rhymes. So, like, you, a demon pops out. A demon pops out, and you shoot it, and it says, Pie! And then another one pops out, and you shoot it, and it says, Pie! And, um... Oh, this is going downhill so fast. <laughs> Max, what is this? <laughs> I don't know. His, his, he got distracted by the the neckbeard things. Um, and you're no, running around, and it's got like right. a, a sort of metal soundtrack, like a and it says like a Zanzibar. Um. I think I've blacked out for a second. I've got no idea what's going on. <laughs> what happened to you, man? Where are you? Zanzibar. Kanzibar. Mozambique. Do I have to rhyme? Is this it's rhyming got a gangsters? rhyme. It's got a rhyme. Why did I pick Zanzibar? Why did you, why did you start with Zanzibar? Pinot Noir. Start with uh, Dog. Uh, the, the moment's gone. My game sucks. It's <laughs> Kevin's turn. Nah, man, this is a good game. Love of riddles. Ah, <laughs> oh, riddles are different from rhymes. Oh, it's great. <laughs> oh. This oh, is the no. greatest pitch of that game that has ever been. <laughs> so I didn't have can the. I, I didn't have the list. <laughs> you can re-pitch absolutely after Kevin. Okay, okay, okay. <coughs> Pumped Assassins is a game, and you play it on your web browser at school at lunch, mm. and it's one of those ones where you got like stats for like your arms and your legs and stuff, and you gotta you gotta pump them up, and you gotta you gotta lift some weights and get stronger, and it's all like you gotta mash the space bar to make your legs stronger. And you gotta like go le- alternate left and right to make your to make do bicep curls and make your arms stronger. And every time you do it, it gets harder. And then you get like money, and you can go to the shop and you get like oh, protein powder to make you stronger or whatever. And then mm-hmm. you you do that for a bit. And then so that yeah, that's one half. And then the other half is um you 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 play one of those other <laughs> you play one of those other web games like. Uh, Learn to fly your burrito bison. You you're on like a bicycle and you go up a ramp, and you're like getting upgrades to your strength determines like how fast you can ride your bicycle off the ramp, 
and then you go like as far as you can, and then you can like click, and you got like guns, and when you click and you like shoot a dude, you get you get like knocked up in the air again, and you're trying to get like farthest mm-hmm. distance, and you get money for the dudes that you assassinate, and then you spend it on items. Mm-hmm. So, so the other flash game determines your strength in the actual like learn to fly esque kind of flash game. They're just two. They're just two sides of the same game. Once you want, you have okay. like a day and it's done, and then you go click, and then you go to the other one, and then yeah. you get stuff in that. I gotcha. It's a loop. Mm. Sounds good. Um, can the assassin be wearing like a? He's wearing like a tuxedo, and every time you click, he bursts out of it and shows his assassin muscles. Yeah. That would be pretty good. Sick big um, yeah, I I've been thinking a lot about about flash games recently. Good. I don't know why. Just like new ground, like mid two thousands new grounds of fucking learn to fly and shit like that. And it's just, yeah, good times. It's good times. I miss it. It's... I miss Mo Fun Zone. <laughs> <laughs> um. Man, you guys, you guys. Oh, did you want to read Pitch Max? Did yeah, you want to okay. Start, so, try that again. Love of Riddles <laughs> is a walking simulator oh, with good. a riddling aspect. Um, so you're walking into a cave, and it's it's like a dark and stormy coast, and you walk into a cave to take shelter, and there's a there's a golem there, and it says, "Oh shit!" And it, it riddle me this. And it says some riddle. I don't know. Like I'm white as the as a cloud and black as a, you know. Like it says contradictory <laughs> things, and no Finish one can figure riddle. it out. And you can type in what you think the answer is, or you can pull out a gun and shoot it and go to the next riddle. And <laughs> I'm white as a sheet and black as the night. What do you think I am tonight? Yeah. The answer is. Is it like is it the new Peter Molyneux twenty two cans game? You just no, it's tie... Ted Cruz. Because on the surface Ted Cruz is a nice man, but on the dark side he's the Zodiac killer. A contradictory mofo, and then you pull out a gun just <laughs> and it's excessively violent. And this guy's on the ground just like ah, and you're still shooting. Um, and then you walk onto the next one, and you're just stained with blood. And you walk onto the next one, and it is this next one's a bit nervous, and it's like, uh, I don't shoot me, man. I <laughs> no, he's just committed. He has a work ethic, and he goes like, you know, I I have what? no wings, but I can f- fly. Uh, and my what brain... rhymes with his own clute G. <laughs> And then, so you can choose to answer them, or you can choose to shoot them and move on to the next one. If you know you don't, you does don't it, have time does it, for that. Does it ever end? Yeah. Um. No. You know. Probably not. It's like it's a, it's like a generated or something. Yeah. That's that's love okay. of riddles. <laughs> Good, dude. You get it All on. Right. A, you get it on a CD. When you buy a new computer. Mm. Um. Uh. So, I think I think uh, I reckon. Um. What the fuck is the name of the last one? Bouncy Gangsters. That's like Bouncy Gangsters is fucking. You know, like uh, 
it'd be like an online game where it's just like an open, a little open world hub. Like, it's not huge, it's just like a little playground kind of thing. And it's a bunch of gangsters, like the Sopranos or something like that. And they're all in, like, super monkey ball capsules. <laughs> and, um, and uh, like, it, you go into the client, you can play by yourself if you want and just explore and get secrets. It's like a little playground. And, but all your friends can join in or you can meet new people and they like interact with each other when they're going around the course so it's just like your friend might try and call you using the voice chat like using the like right clicking and then hitting like a command like a voice command he goes like hey Paulie come here <laughs> and um like he takes him over there or something there's like you know yeah, cannons yeah. you can get in you're like hell you can like just have a- everyone can like stack up to reach other each places yeah and, and yeah it's, it's just a little it's a fun time. Yeah, <laughs> come here, listen. see? Yeah, come here. Stand on this platform. <laughs> um, Hold this switch for me, will you? When you the world, uh, it says, uh, you know, Cyber Goth 32 sleeping with the fishes. <laughs> in the corner, like in, in like the, the server thing. This uh, um, sounds like a game that you would play at, um... They have, like, a computer lab at, like, a science museum. <laughs> Yeah, and this is just dude. running. It seems like a game that would be like on a PC Power Play demo disc, <laughs> and like no one knows about it. It's a secret game. Um, it's a secret game for a secret club. It's called Bouncy Gangsters. Uh, I like all the games, so I'm gonna say this week we all win. We, we all win, hooray! Yep. Uh, except Joey. So, <laughs> if you're listening to this, Joey, guess what? You don't get a point. You're going to have to make up for that. <clears throat> um, yep. Max, you... Max, you got... Ma- hey. Buddy. Max? What? You're the fucking host. <laughs> what am I saying now? Aren't we... Uh... Hey. Wrap it up. Tie a nice little bow on it. If it helps, Who you what? can start with, we've learned a lot here today. <laughs> We've learned a lot here today. Like, who won? It was all of us. Ah. Oh. oh, damn. I was kind of waiting can, for that. I thought Lava Riddle was a really good chance. You can reach us at questions. It's at skypirateradio.com. Yeah, I don't know com. all the links, so... Send us... We go to Twitter us, at skypirateradio. Yeah. Hook us up. Send us... Send us some questions. We love you. We love your questions. We love to talk about yeah, them. Yeah, dude. If you send us a question, I'll... Uh, I'll do something. I'll personally, I'll personally view that that question and I'll thumbs up it. Mm. I'll hold a um, thumbs Kevin, up to it. Yes, you get a big thumbs up for that. We also got a Facebook and stuff. Um, I'm looking at this guy who made uh, Endless Express. There are two Endless Expresses. <laughs> there are two games he's made called Endless Express and one of The them, Endless Express. One of them is a game jam one, and one of them is a more developed uh, okay. one. Is it, so are we one, playing the real one? The Endless Express, I think. Yeah, we're playing the real one. It's on like okay. the bottom. If you, it's on the. It's featured on itch.io now. If you scroll down. Mm. Oh, a game is coming out tomorrow called. Oh wait, no, it came out April called Live Oma. He also worked on. I might play both of them. I have a the game I jam one a, and the proper one. I have a question. Yes. No. Uh, Kevin, how do you keep your hair so glossy? I never wash it. <laughs> Ew. 
Uh, well, uh, I mean, uh, just because you're hosting, Max, doesn't mean uh, you get to escape from your your final thought. <laughs> My final thought. Yeah. Never wash yeah, your you hair gotta... if you want a glossy head. Okay. If you want, well, I'm winking. I thought right you were now. just gonna go. Never wash your hair if you want a glossy hair. Like you're rhyming <laughs> it, but it's just the same word again. <laughs> I, I have a love of it's, rhymes. Yeah, it's one of those riddles. Who doesn't wash their hair, but has a glossy hair? I am gold, but I do not shine. I am hair. Who am I? Oh, damn. (laughs) Good. Bye, everyone. Bye, have a good week. Thank you for listening to our best episodes so far. Thank you so much. Oh... cool name generator for FPS games like Call of Duty Modern Warfare. <laughs> yep. Oh, it's clan names. Oh, fuck yeah. This is sick. The first one I got is already great. <laughs> Good. <All right. laughs> now we're getting somewhere. These are meant to be cool, cool clan names, but they're all silly. Good. It's just a uh, verb and then a noun. <laughs> Saw enemy. Young gang. Young gang. Good. <laughs> the uppity fugs. <laughs> Oh, dude, Powers, the PlayStation TV series, has been cancelled. Oh, man, I didn't see that coming. I didn't see it, dude. <laughs> that was going to be the Because be- it was everyone talked, that's all everyone talked about was Powers. It was so, there was so much buzz. It was like, dude, did you hear what happened in Powers? <laughs> and then they'd respond, no, what's that? <laughs> what is Powers? And then they'd say, oh... Just a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, before we get to Fury, uh, Max wants to say something about Suicide Squad. Okay. Yeah, this this Vanity Fair review. It's simply a dull chore steeped in flaccid machismo, a shapeless, poorly edited trudge that adds some mildly appalling sexism, and even a souchon of racism to its abundant, hideously timed gun worship. But perhaps worst of all, Suicide Squad is ultimately too shoddy and forgettable to even register as revolting. At least revolting would have been something. Bam! Jeez. Ooh. <laughs> That's a... They said fucking... That's a burn. <laughs> fucking gut punch from Vanity Fair. At least they're being honest, I guess. Yeah. Jesus I don't think it was Christ. that bad. Maybe he really didn't like it. This I person... it was good. I had fun.
Yeah, they said they liked Harley <laughs> Quinn and they liked Deadshot. Trudge. <laughs> That's such who I like from my films. <laughs> yeah, I want it to feel, a, I want it to feel uh, like a trudge. I want a it to say trudge. on the poster in quotes, arduous. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, the most arduous four hours of cinema you will ever endure. <laughs> <laughs>